we're really, really happy to announce that um, that we are just signed a an ambassadorship program with Schedulicity. Schedulicity is a scheduling app, and um, they've been kind enough to uh, to help us out this next year. Yeah, they uh, we met them in L.A. when we did the uh, Salon Digital Summit, and they really believed in what we were doing mm-hmm. and how we were doing it, and so they wanted to know how they can partner up with us to. Uh, to even reach more listeners and, exactly. and give what we give. That's that's right. So um, with our uh, with our partnership with uh, Schedulicity, we will be able to reach more hairdressers and we'll be able to bring a lot more content and get to a lot more hair shows. So uh, hopefully, we can see you guys out there in the hair shows when we're there visiting. Yeah, and and they're going to give us a, some business tips uh, throughout the podcast as well. And I'm so excited that you know. We're partnering up with people that believe in the same things we believe in. Yeah, no doubt. That, that, that's pretty exciting. So uh, anyway, Schedulicity, once again, big shout out to you. And uh, thank you for joining your day off. <laughs> Silly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. And of course, sit with Bud Tone. What's up, man? Hey, brother. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing, man. So uh, we got another uh, at least at least ten minutes with Tim Fisk today. Right. Um, uh, once again, Tim is going to uh, drop some knowledge and uh, and um, actually, I'm not really sure what we're going to get into. So we'll bring Tim on, and then uh, he'll tell us what uh, what kind of knowledge he's going to share with us. Absolutely, yep. Mr. Tim Fisk. Welcome back to uh, your day off and at least ten minutes with Tim. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, knowledge is power. So let's have a powerful conversation today. I want to talk about like how you're going to get your next raise how to make a plan and how to win the day. Ooh, Ooh I know you guys. That sounds like a lot time for that conversation. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. Of course anytime, yeah. Anytime I can uh, figure out how, how I can get a raise and win the day and plan yeah. for it. I'm in how to win the day. Let's, let's win it. Let's win it, Tim. Let's win today. Let's win today. So, I mean, I, the, you could even read those things backwards and you could say, win the day, make your plan get a raise. So it goes, it goes in both directions and we'll go that way today. Love it. So, you know, we, uh, we have a saying at summit, it was coined by Heather Bagby and it's, uh, it's not about the money. It's about the money. Ooh. So it's not about the money. It's about the money. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, I understand, we understand why people get into this industry. They like to transform people. They're creative. They love building relationships. They love people. This is a calling for them, right? And, and all of those beautiful reasons that we've talked about before, why people are in this industry, why they get up every day, why they go to work. But let me just say this. Nobody, nobody's going to be on their bed, their deathbed, wishing they'd worked one more day. Nope. nope. It's just, it's not going to happen. Nobody's going to be at the end, at the end of the road and be like, oh, if only I had one more day in the salon, 
you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why? You know, it's not going to happen, right? And so we're, we're, we're at work at that time, and those are, that's our career, and our career fills us up, and, and if, it's, if it's done right, it almost doesn't feel like work, but it is time away from our family. It's time away from doing the other things in life that we really enjoy doing. And so while we're there and, uh, you know, without feeling like we're some sort of jerk, can we just talk about how to make a little bit more money? This is our job. This is our career. This is what it's all about. That's let's what do it, man. Yeah, let's talk about that today. So it's not about the money. It's the money. It's not about the money. It's about the money. You're beautiful. You're amazing. I'm so glad you're here. Let's make some dough. So let's do it. So, um, you know, about making the dough. <laughs> yeah. and I think, I think where people get tripped up on the money is they don't even really know what good looks like. Right. I, I sadly, um, and I say this with love, I meet hundreds of people in our industry, hundreds of stylists, service providers. Um, and I don't know, like 80%, 75% of them, they don't really even know how much money they made last year. They don't really know. Wow. And that's bizarre, right? To me, anyway, who, who kind of focuses on money. And I've had salaried jobs where they give you your review and they tell you exactly how much money you're going to make. And so I get it, right? In, in the salon industry, we have control over how much money. We, it is variable. It's based on trends. It could be different from year to year. In fact, it's definitely going to be different from year to year. But even more to that point, what's exciting about our industry is that it can grow every single year. So we know that the typical growth for salon companies and thereby service providers is about 2 to 5% in our industry. I see like working with Summit Salons that they're growing 14 to 16% per year in the industry. But just Okay, can I can I hold you to that number? Yeah. So that's so yeah. if the Summit Salons doing 14 to 16%, is that year 1 or you're saying every year they're they're getting a 14 to 16? Well, let's go with 15% increase. Yeah, that's the average. So like in the first couple of years it's even more. And the reason why it's even more is because nobody was paying attention in a lot of cases to even what growth looked like, what good looked like. And then all of a sudden we're looking at the ball and the ball's moving down the field. And so we see this like enormous growth uh, when we first start to do that. And that's, I think anybody. So like hopefully even after today and what we talk about, if you just start to look at this a little more deeply, you can experience some like really profound growth at the beginning. And then maybe you can level off to somewhere like, you know, 13 to 16% growth year over year. But you, mm. you have to know where you're starting and then you have to name what the next level is. Right. And then you have to also like be measuring it along the way and making sure that you're, you're still heading towards your mark. And that's, isn't that, isn't there a rule to that? Isn't it called like the power of attention or something? Like if you put your attention on it, it'll, you'll see growth no matter what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's also like this quantum theory of observation. It's like something isn't there unless you look at it. It's some weird quantum theory. You know, <laughs> I have this like obsession with quantum theory documentaries. I, I know I don't want to go totally down that road, but just another <laughs> little tidbit about Tim. I'm obsessed with quantum theory. And um, there is a theory of observation that says like, uh, if you look at something, it will be there. Right. <laughs> so it's just weird. Unless it's not. Yeah, unless it's not there and you're not looking at it, right? I know it's bizarre. But Depends on what you're taking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to get to get us off. Uh, off. No, it's, not, it's fine. So, like, you know, what I'm saying is, like, 
let's just put a little bit of attention on the money and stop treating it like a dirty diaper that we have to hold with two fingers out at arm's length, right? They call that dirty diaper approach to money and a lot of people have it. Let's stop doing that. Um, Isn't it weird though that we're kind of like one of the few industries that do that? You know, like there's an expectation that we're all in business to make money or that we're all in business for money. But whenever it comes to like the hair industry, it's like all of a sudden you're negotiable, right? Like your prices are negotiable or, 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 or your experience is negotiable. It's just, we live in a weird world. We live in a weird industry like that. I agree 100%. But I also like, and I've thought about it a lot. I'm also kind of like, well, you know, it's a trade-off because our industry is built on relationships and those relationships can be intimate and personal. And so it's hard to mix the money sometimes with those personal relationships. So in a way it's like, may it ever be so, but may there always be conversations like this to get service providers back on track and really see the value in themselves and the value in like naming their next step and coming up with a plan to get there. Nice. So, um, you know, people need to know what good looks like. They're not setting clear goals. They're not implementing realistic check-ins to ensure that they're achieving those goals. So I, I just want to talk a little bit about how you set a goal for yourself and really break it down for your listeners so that they have a map on how they can actually name what good looks like. Love it. Okay. So we have to start with the end in mind, right? We have to name our annual, monthly, weekly, and daily goals. And we have to start, I think, annually. A lot of stylists think in terms of weeks, right? So they know how much money they make a week. Right. I think that's, eh, it's okay. Um, but we don't even really live that way in our, in our real lives, right? Bills are due monthly. Um, and then there's like annual expenses that come up. And like the whole kind of life of our business is more of, an, of a year, because it's not like every week of the year is the same, or even every month of the year is the same in our industry. December is very different than July. I don't care where you are in the US. That's the case, right? So at some point, we have to pull the lens back to a year and say, what did I make last year? And then how much more, exactly how much more do I want to make this year? And, you know, in order to get to that place, I think you have to also just kind of name some personal and professional goals. So every year I work with my staff and I have them write down three personal and three professional goals. And we share it in a one-on-one -on -one meeting with each other. I do the same exercise and I share it with them. Uh, I'm not looking for their deep, dark secrets, right? These are just things that they want to achieve. And we say personal and professional because at the end of the day, they kind of mix together a lot. Right. So a personal goal could be something like I want to take the kids to um, to Disney next year or a personal goal could be I want to buy a new car. Right. Um, and then a professional goal could be something like I want to I want to get more clients. That's what people always write down. I want to get more clients. And then my answer to them is, well, how many more clients? How many do you have now? I don't know. Right. Well, let's look at that and then let's talk about how many more clients and exactly how you're going to get to that number. Because if we don't name something specific, then we never know when to, to celebrate, when to claim victory, you know, when to, when to raise a glass and say, job well done. That sounded really corny, but no, it was awesome. Man. <laughs> um, so you know, we need to we need to name what good looks like. So uh, start with some personal and professional goals, and that might help inform how much money more money you'd like to make instead of just being arbitrary, right? Because what if the arbitrary number that you pick 
isn't actually enough to meet those goals that you really want. You're going to end your year a little disappointed. So it's worth doing the exercise. I'm telling you, I do it every single year. And they say that if you write down your goals, you have like an 80% chance or like something like a 70% chance of, of achieving them. And then if you tell them to somebody else, you have an even more of a chance of achieving them. Okay, Tim, I'm going to hold you a little bit. So you said that you do this annually, like, like, give us a time. Is this like your January 1st thing or is. is this, or, or what is your annual? It is. So, so like I have one-on-ones with my staff every single month, right? And they're business meetings. So we're talking about their sales. We're talking about their growth. We're talking about how I can help them and coach them towards things like social media, average ticket, rebooking their guests, et cetera. But in January, we do a little bit of a longer meeting and we go over goals for the year. And then it's just a little extra time. In December, they would have gotten that sheet of paper. They all know where it is. It's in the kitchen. And then they get it and then they fill it out and they bring it to that meeting and we talk about it. And sometimes those meetings are really emotional and, and I think amazing. Um, but like just to sit for a minute and think about our goals. And then that really helps me as a coach frame how I'm going to coach them throughout the rest of the year. And when they're falling off the wagon on something, like every single person does, me included, I can actually refer back to this goal and say, hey, I'm going to have a coaching moment with you because remember, you said you wanted this and I want it for you too. So like, let's have that conversation right I like that too. You're setting up future conversations. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're going to start uh, with those goals and then that's going to inform our raise. And now let's say, for example, I'm going to have to have my calculator in my hand. It's a comfortable place for me to be that you want to make a 15% raise or you want to make, I'm sorry, you want to make $10,000 more than you made last year. Okay. And last year, let's say you made $75,000. So you have to take the $10,000 And you have to divide it by $75,000 to get the percentage increase. And in this case, it's 13%. So you need to get a 13% raise this year. And what that means, everybody, sorry to say, it means you have to put in the work and do 13% more in sales. But not sorry to say because, wow, you have the opportunity to do that. It's all in your control. And so let's go and get it for you. You don't have to wait for somebody to say, we've decided to give you a raise, right? You can just go and take it. And that's what I love about our industry. I love it. I love what you just said, too. You can go go and take it. And you know know what's interesting, too? Like, if you look at, like, a 13%, like, I think this math works. If you look at, like, a 13%, like, sales increase, you know, you're also, your tips are going to increase about the same, too, right? So you're going to have like a 13% uh, uh, tip increase as well. Yeah, we back the whole thing out, right? So like the whole thing, and you got to include tips as income. I mean, this is another podcast, but I don't want to go off on this, but like tips are real money. We spend those, we spend that money on things in our life, right? I don't care if it's coffee and shoes, or I don't care if it's the electric bill, it's real money. We got to count it. So what we need to say is like to get that $10,000 more, We've calculated it as a 13% increase. So if we just increase our service sales by 13%, everything else will follow. Boom. So, so now we're working with 13% just for the sake of this conversation. So, okay, it's all well and good, $10,000 a year, but how do I even like think about that as I'm waking up every day, going to the salon and, and banging hair, right? There's no way. So we have to break it down into months, weeks, and then finally days really, really important that we get to the day because what we can do is we can win a day. That we can do. And if we win each day, we've won the week, we've won the month, and then ultimately we've won the year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go break it down so then, then we can go build it back up. So that uh, 
is articulated first in months. And remember I said there's a difference between December and, and July. So when I'm comparing a 13% increase in sales uh, for January, I'm not looking at a 13% increase from December. I'm looking at a 13% increase from last January. Ah, uh, that's super, really smart. super important, you guys. You have to compare month to month. That's the way that in our industry it makes sense because of how uh, up and down it is in our industry. Januarys look like Januarys. Aprils and Mays definitely look different, right? So right. We, we have to uh, we have to compare month over month. So you're gonna do that okay, first. Kim? How do you how do you um how do you what's your math for like this January we had five weeks in the month and like next January we only have four weeks in the month or you know we're talking about a few extra days here and there like how do you if you go month to month if you go January to January on an annual basis there's not there's not always the same amount of work days per month so how do you work that out yeah and does that make sense it it is a valid question it's a good question let me answer that question for you so yeah go so January has the same number of days every year, right? So uh, we're, we want to make, say we did $8,000 in January of 2019, and we're going to look at 2020. We want to have a 13% increase. So I'm going to take that 8000 8, and multiply it by 1.13, which is going to give me $9,040. So now I have a goal for January of $9,040. It doesn't matter what day of the week that month starts on or ends on. It doesn't matter how many weekends are in that week. What matters is how many days am I going to work in that month? Right? right? You have to 12 times a year count the number of days that you're going to work. And why this is powerful, and this sets up other you know, topics that we could talk about, is like, you know, you might be going on vacation. Or you might have some, you know, you're going to the Redkin Symposium in January. That happens to us a lot, right? So one year you do it and one year you don't. So you have to know the exact number of days that you work that month. And let's say those number of days are 21. Right. And so you're going to have to get nine thousand forty dollars in 21 days. I'm going to divide that by 21. Now I have a daily goal of four hundred and thirty dollars, period. That's it. If I was taking a week off, then I would have daily goals that were higher. Yes, they would be higher. And that's OK, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're servicing clients based on their need to come back and see us from when their services expire. So we know that when we're doing things like time off, we have busy before, busy after. And so the days are actually a little bit bigger. I dig that, man. You know? Yeah. So now we have a daily goal, right? So that's what I'm trying to get you guys to. So you, you name what you want in life. You kind of figure out how much money that is. Uh, and then you kind of compare that to what you made in the previous year, determine that percentage increase, apply that percentage to each month, divide it by the number of days that you worked, and boom, you have a map to win the day. There you go. Hit rewind if you if I said that all too fast. <laughs> figure out what the heck I said, or follow me on Instagram and ask me what the equation is. There you go. I like that. I'm gonna do it this month. <laughs> I'm totally gonna do it this month. Yeah, yeah, it's so powerful, and it's it's just I think it's the best because again, like I, I don't I would never ask somebody to like ha, like only measure how they're doing in a month and keep their eye on the prize for a month. It's just not realistic. Nobody really works that way. I just want to say, hey, here's your day. Here are the guests that are coming in this day. Let's win the day. And that's awesome too, because even if you fall short one day, then you know if you go like like using his example of looking at a month, if you fall short for that month, then it could, you could fall 
if, if you're not aware what the daily goals are, you could fall way short in a month and then it might be intimidating to make up over the next 12 or 11 months. Right. right. But if you do it day by day, then you're like, okay, well, okay. I just got to pick up a, you know, a, a conditioning treatment, you know, today, one more conditioning treatment to make up for the $10 or the $20 that I was short yesterday. It just, it makes it way more real and way more um, manageable. Less scary. Completely less scary. And you're motivated by it. Yeah. Because one, one extra conditioning treatment never ends up at one. You know, if you sell one, you usually sell five, right? It's never just like, ah, I'll just do this one. Because then you get motivated by that. I think it was Brian Nunez that said that, um, you know, he loved to spend money when he didn't have it. And now that he has money, he hates to spend it. Right. <laughs> I think that was Brian that said that. And it kind of works the same way. You know, once you get into the mindset of like, oh, I'm making money here, then, then that becomes the addiction and that becomes the, uh, the motivation. That's right. And what's really beautiful about it is we can tie it into guest experience because we want to be those types of salons and those types of suites where guests come and they are offered all the beautiful things that are available to them. And no, thank you is a beautiful word, right? So in my salon company, I require my staff to plan out their day every day, look at their guests, see what the dollar amount of each visit is walking into the day, and then have a plan for each guest of things that they might need or they might enjoy. Things they might need or things they might enjoy. And I say enjoy because I get pushback from stylists when they say, well, I'm not just gonna sell something to somebody that they don't need. I buy things I don't need on the daily. <laughs> right? We all do. It's not up to you to decide whether or not they need it. It's up to them to decide whether or not they want it. This is, a, this is their day. It's their favorite day. Don't put restrictions on what they can have because you're doing it out of your own pocket or because you're scared to have the conversation. Right? That is so true. That, that is spot on. That is spot. That's the, I've heard this conversation a thousand times. That's the most articulate uh, a way in which I've heard it. Right. That's amazing. Another, like, another reference that I have of that is just in the restaurant industry. If you go into a nice restaurant, they're going to ask you if you want a cocktail, an appetizer. And they're even going to ask you if you want dessert later. You know, if, if the server asks you if you want dessert, you say no thank you. Does the server turn into a puddle on the floor? <laughs> right. Do they not ask the next table if they want dessert because they're so hurt that you said no? Right. If you come in two weeks later, are they going to not ask you if you want dessert because they remembered that you said no last time? No, no, not the experience. And that's because that's the way they do it there. So can we just say this is the way that we do it here? Right. This is how you win the day, guys. This is how you do it. And hey, newsflash, you're actually making people's favorite day an even better day because they're in charge of saying no, thank you or yes, please. Yep. Love, love, love it. So, you know. Yeah, so go into your day like, and calculate how much money is on the table when I walk in. That's good stuff to know before you start your day, right? And then come up with a plan on how you're going to hit that, that number. So like in this case, maybe $430 is our plan, our, our goal for the day, but we walked into a day that had you know, $360. So how are we going to find that $70? And it could live in things that just haven't been booked yet that we're going to offer our guests. Conditioning treatments are very easy color conversations, right? For those of you that do brows, good for you. You should be doing that. And then you could add a brow to their service, right? Um, and all of those things are just going to enhance the guest experience, but they're going to also add up to that $70 that you needed to make your day. And when you do it and you win, claim victory, right? Congratulate yourself and feed off of that for the next day. 
At Salon Herders, do you um, is it a high five kind of experience, or is it a high five environment? Like, 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 do you guys support each other and high five each other when when you hit your daily goals, whether you're a level one or whether you're a level fifty? Absolutely. So, like, we have a private Facebook group that's just available to the staff, and that's how we communicate. It's been a really fun way to do it because it's very visual. People are already on social, and and then we have planners. We have these books that each person has where they plan out their day, and they're keeping track of the guest experience and all the the yes pleases and the no thank yous and when somebody has a really killer day where they maybe walked into a $300 day and turned it into a $450 day, they literally snap a picture of that page and post it on the Facebook page and said like, killed it. And everybody's like, that was awesome, right? So we literally have that. One of my very favorite things to track, my favorite things to track, and something that I just think is one of the most important as a salon company owner is best evers. So like, who on my staff is having their best service month ever, their best retail month ever. And I'm celebrating that through something as simple as a Facebook post and everybody's totally psyched and it makes me feel good. Yeah. So. And as a, as a salon company, it doesn't cost you anything except effort. Yeah. Effort and some heart and some, you know, consideration for your team, right? Everything's about you guys. Like, you know, any complaint that I hear from any salon company owner, I say to them, what is your culture? Can you have an honest look at your culture? Are you celebrating your team? Are you making it fun? Because hello, newsflash. That's why people are coming into this industry. They want to have a good time. And for better or for worse, it's up to us as salon company owners to create that environment. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you were here. <laughs> oh, but I am. I am here. <laughs> I'm right here, Tony. Um, yeah, so, you know, we broke it down, right? You get your goal, then you have to plan your day. And then I would say the last thing is to just, in some way, you can track, right? So um, track how you're doing for that day, because you said this earlier, um, Corey, that, you know, you might have a day that you've, fa- you've fallen a little short. Um, but you mm-hmm. also might have a day where you've gone above and beyond. And if you're tracking that and you can see it globally, it will keep you from getting kind of in a spiral, like an emotional spiral about a day that completely blew up or even a month where you didn't hit your goals. So with my team, I'm always kind of shooting out to larger views in order to claim victory on some level. So one of my stylists might not have hit their goal for February, but when we look at the quarter, January, February, March, they're actually above their goal altogether. So like we have to find ways where we can catch up and where we can actually celebrate. 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 Yeah, exactly. I love that stuff, man. Tim, you got any other ways to, uh, to, to win the day or, uh, or should we bounce out? Uh, I, I would just say like, if you're looking for a couple of tools, I have a couple of free ones. Um, you know, Summit has an app where you can track your sales and stuff. It's Summit Salon in the app store in Google play, totally free. Um, and then also we have these free calculators, summitsalon.com slash calc. Um, and on those, you can find your magic day. So especially if you're just starting out in this industry and you got bills to pay and you got rent to pay, you literally like type in your budget and then it does the reverse math for you to find out what your sales goal is for the week, for the month and for the day. That is so strong. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, if you're already like living your best life and you just want to make more money because you want to go to Paris or you want to do this or that, like it's not about your budget and your nut anymore. That's when you really want to employ the strategy that I said of like finding out how much more you want to make, figuring out what percentage it is, and then applying that to each month. Boom, 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 boom. 
a uh, a podcast of booms 20 minutes of of ahas you know oh my goodness yeah that's so cool tim once again thank you very much for joining us on your day off and you know at least 10 minutes with tim thanks guys Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>